0: And I also read every day in English because all articles I want to read are in English. All podcasts I want to listen to are in English. Music is in English and so on. So I use English every day. I'm able to, you know, to to read, to listen to, but I'm still nervous uh, when I'm speaking English. So yeah.
1: That was the voice of Marketa Horakova from Therapy of Lesser, Therapy in the Forest. This is Rich English, Episode 1. This is Rich English. Rich English. Hi, welcome to the first episode of Rich English. Over the next few weeks, I'll be bringing you some conversations with different people from different business backgrounds, business owners, self-employed people, managers in different companies, and their experience and knowledge of both learning English and of setting up in business is hopefully going to help you with your business and whatever you're doing at the moment. Before we get into the interview with Marquetta, I thought I should explain one or two phrases that um, myself or Marketa use in the interview just to help you better understand. The first of those phrases is further afield. You can say further or farther afield and it means places away from the specific location you're in. We talk about or I talk about Uh, Donkey work and heavy lifting, meaning the nuts and bolts. There's another phrase for you. It's the details of carrying out the actual work. You might have a great idea, but then who's going to do it? Who's going to do the the data inputting? Who's going to build physically the website? Who's going to put their fingers to the keyboard and do the actual work? That's the the donkey work or the heavy lifting. I use a phrase down the road, uh, which means just in the future. Towards the end of the conversation, I use a phrase to cover plenty of bases, which means to involve everyone or everything in a situation. My conversation with Marqueta is an interesting one, and I'm sure there's a lot to learn. So, without further ado, let's get on with the show.
0: So, hello, Richard. Thank you for the invitation. My name is uh, Marqueta. I am a designer and I'm also founder of the project Therapy in the Forest. I started one or two
1: years ago and I'm still in. And how's it going so far, two years in?
0: It's going better and better. Actually, when I started, I still worked for one agency. So it was like part-time job. Now I'm in full-time mode, Mm -hmm. and it's getting better and better. But probably, as you know, working on your own project, I would say it's the hardest thing uh, in the
1: world. Self motivation and self
0: discipline. Yeah, exactly. And every day, because it's like ups and ups and downs Mm -hmm. all the time, like. For example, you get nice review, it's the most amazing thing. And then the other day, like, for example, you sell no tickets for
1: your workshops. So every day, every day is different. It's swings and roundabouts. That's what you can say, yeah. swings and roundabouts. Yeah. yeah, it's sometimes good, sometimes bad. Um, so, um, do, I mean, what, what therapy in the forest, therapy in the woods, I mean, it's to it sounds obvious but do you want to tell us just a little bit more about it Mm
0: -hmm. yeah i'll I'll try actually like two years ago i read an article about shinrin yoku and probably you remember i i love japan i love japanese culture movies uh, books and so on and shinrin yoku means forest bathing and it's just slow walk or stay in the forest. And there is a guide, but there is no sharing, there is no no therapy. It's a just, it means stay in the present moment. And it's a term, it's actually a marketing term that was developed in the in 80s in, uh, in Japan, because there is a really nice idea behind it. Um, if people visit nature, they will protect it. And on top of it, many studies have emerged, like being in nature lowers your stress, uh, boosts your creativity, immunity, and so on. And I really liked this idea and I decided to merge it to connect it with uh, professional therapy. So I cooperate with uh, therapists and psychologists and they do counseling while walking um, in forests or Prague
1: parks. Uh Is that all local to to Prague or or are they further afield?
0: For now it's in Prague and around. our therapists uh, travel around 50 minutes from from Prague uh, to visit uh, the forests. Mm-hmm. But I also uh, would like to establish it in Brno and Ostrava because there is a lot of technological companies, mm-hmm. and this kind of therapy is the best for people. I think that therapy is good thing for everyone because actually i studied psychology i also had my own therapy and i think that everyone should experience it but now when we are still in front of the computer screens um and indoors
1: i think it's it's the best way how to experience therapy it sounds like the world needs your company now more than ever before
0: Thank
1: you <laughs> so what's your specific role um, I mean you're, you're the founder of the company are you also providing therapy are you trained or um, uh, are you on the marketing side of it and do you want to explain more about that yeah uh,
0: I'm, I'm not trained I'm not a therapist mm-hmm. uh, that's the reason why I cooperate with professional ones and um, yeah i'm I'm the founder and CEO, and actually it means that I do everything, like
1: operations, yes yes
0: taxes, marketing, business development, uh, social media,
1: completely everything. Have you got anybody to help? Actually, I have a group of
0: mentors. I have found people uh, who help me but more in, how to say, ideas way and the hard work is always on me. And I also have friends, so sometimes I speak with them and I also have big help uh, in my sister um, because I can uh, talk with her and sometimes solve some problems and so on. So I think it's great if you have a group of people around you uh, with whom you can discuss what you experience and what you want to do,
1: but at the end of the day, the work is on me. Yes. Always. Uh, we, we say uh, all, all the donkey work is down to you. All the heavy lifting. Yeah, yeah. yeah all the heavy lifting. <laughs> yeah, yeah ab- absolutely. Yeah. I, I can uh, totally empathize with that. Yes. So, because um, I noticed on your website that you've got um, a sticker from uh, Bruno Expats. Um, as like an approved website so um, are you also targeting uh, native English speakers as uh, clients Um, and I mean this brings us nicely into the English side of it Uh, your website is in English Um, Mm -hmm. um, is it something that is a big part of your business at the moment the English side or is it something you just hope will develop in the future
0: it's a I would say it's a small,
1: smaller part
0: of our business and um, because I did webinar for Brno Expat Centre, I think it was about um, stress, I think, and so we are um, in connection and that, that's the reason why I got this, this temple and also we work for one big technological company uh, with employees from abroad. So our workshops are in English and also some of our therapists um, speak in English and I would say in in very good English because they live abroad.
1: So we also provide journeys in English. Fantastic, fantastic. So it's opening you up to a whole new market, really. Absolutely, yeah. And you'll be able to help a lot more people. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, I mean, it... um, Personally in terms of your English, I mean you speak very nicely. When when did you start learning? Did you learn at school? Are you self-taught? What's your what's your uh, story?
0: Uh, Richard you know me because <laughs> I still think that my English is, is very bad because and the reason is yeah you know, I have never lived abroad so I think that I need this step to have professional English. So, but of of course I had English in my elementary school, high school, university, but what helped, helped me the most was speaking with people. And I also read every day in English because all articles I wanna read are in English all podcasts i want to listen to are in english music is in english and so on so i use english every day i'm able to you know to to read to listen to but i'm still nervous uh, when i'm speaking english so yeah
1: sounds like like a fairly typical story but yeah i mean in terms of your confidence of your your uh, English speaking, mm-hmm. it's clearly not stopping you from uh, starting business in English. Mm-hmm. And, and you've previously, I believe, worked in companies where English is a, uh, the, the main language spoken. So um, w- w- thinking back to, to previous uh, previous jobs like that, was it a prerequisite, like a requirement for you to get the job?
0: Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. uh, because I worked Uh, for innovation agency actually I worked for two innovation agency agencies in the in the Czech Republic and uh, English was on daily basis Mm -hmm. so I was forced to speak uh, in English and actually it helped me a lot and Also the clients were forced to speak in English and sometimes I saw that they weren't happy with this because we were all Czech people. And for example, one of us was from Serbia. So it it was the reason why all the meeting was in English. Uh, And sometimes there were some kind of Funny situations, you know, uh, because it's easier to say it in in Czech. But when you are forced to do something, um, you do the, the biggest progress in it.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, what...
0: the reason that I live in the Czech Republic and everyone speak, uh, speaks Czech. Uh, there there is no need to speak in English but I wanna be inspired uh, from people abroad uh, I wanna get to learn new information so that's the reason why I decided that that English is is necessary I think I would say in in the 21st century English is necessary
1: for everyone. So even though that the majority of your client base is going to be Czech, the fact that you want to learn more about how to develop your business means that English mm-hmm. is still something that you really want to improve and, and, and find out a lot more information about. Yeah,
0: exactly. And I also, want to work um, for big companies mm-hmm. and it's completely normal that they speak in in English and that their employees are from abroad. So I would say English is, is necessary.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, we're sort of hopefully coming out of the, the whole unmentionable pandemic thing. Um, uh, has that affected your business I'm, I'm sure it's affected almost everybody's business I mean how has it specifically affected affected yours mm-hmm. um, I would
0: say it helped us a little bit because there is still stigma around mental health in the in the Czech Republic. here is completely different situation uh, than in the United States for example because in the United states there is quite normal to have a therapist, not in the Czech Republic, because we see it as a, as a weakness. Um, sometimes people don't even realize that they have, for example, problem that they can discuss with someone else and they can help them to make their life better or to fulfill their potential. So, when the pandemic started, a lot of mental health issues like got bigger. Uh, I think that anxiety, uh, like there is double increase in anxiety and triple increase in depression, and it's a, it's it's a, it's a huge number, and also a lot of media. Started to talk and present these kind of issues, so it's getting better. But I still can see that it's not quite common to have a therapist. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's getting better. Yeah, I think it's good. Uh,
1: so, in terms of what you're doing on the marketing side of things. How are you? How are you approaching it in order that you can reach more of those people? There's there's this big increase, but you want mm-hmm. to reach more of them. How are you doing that? Uh, marketing and education.
0: Uh, we provide journeys for uh, for clients, and we also provide workshops. Workshop for souls. Uh, it's uh, for a small group of people, and we discuss psychological. Uh, topics like relationships, or or stress, or how to deal with teenagers, and so on. And I also, I, I think I, I also, might
1: I might need a little bit of help there. I have an eleven-year-old, nearly twelve. She is, but I think probably more like fifteen, really. <laughs>
0: perfect, perfect. Uh, so I will send you an invitation.
1: Uh, we will have <laughs> workshop in English, or, or but you speak Czech as well. I I I speak a little bit of bad Czech, yes, and I probably understand a little bit less. <laughs> so uh, yeah, yeah. I, but I think that
0: you
1: that you understand. Yeah, um, I probably understand less than than a lot of people think I do, though. I, I do a lot of guesswork <laughs> in mine. Yeah. Okay. i like to i like to keep communication going you know so i don't like to stop people and say oh can you repeat that which probably from my side is um is a problem because then you know sometimes the conversation might get too far down the road and i really am lost um so my yeah. I, my advice would be to any english learners listening is is yeah stop people ask ask them to repeat it ask them to slow down tell them you don't understand especially if it's an important situation usually (laughs) when i'm speaking czech i'm sitting in the pub and it doesn't matter too much but if if i'm at the doctors for example i will ask them to repeat it just to make sure that they don't (laughs) amputate the wrong leg you know
0: (laughs) (laughs) to reply your question uh yeah we do we do marketing and educate people about you know about mental health and benefits of nature
1: of course What platforms are you using to to reach people? You talked earlier about social media. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm using uh, Facebook uh,
0: and also LinkedIn uh, for you know professional connections. And I also have Instagram, but um, I don't care about it too much because it it's a, it's a lot of It's a lot of work and also we do sometimes uh, webinars about this topic and I have blog, Uh, so I'm writing articles uh, about mental health and and nature.
1: Yeah, um, what would your advice be um, in terms of uh, both the English and the marketing side of things? Um, Take the marketing first because we're on that. Um, You know, uh, in terms of writing blogs, how often are you doing that? Um, Is it a way that you can build a relationship, do you feel, with people? And uh, how useful has it been to you? Mm
0: -hmm. Um, I write, I would say, two times um, a month. Uh, And then I promote it on social media. And I think what is good approach is to take your article and promote it in a specific groups uh, on Facebook. Uh, because you get attention and sometimes discussion about, about the topic. And I think because you have to choose your target group and your market you are targeting to, uh, so I think that Facebook groups are a really good way how to promote your work, and also I do the same on LinkedIn. But there, I'm not part of, of any group. But I have like I have my own page, and of course more connections uh, on my you know personal page. And I have also my business page for uh, therapy in the forest and. There is, there is less people, so I promoted on both pages uh, as well. And actually, when I started with the therapy in the, in the forest, I was thinking, okay, so I need to get to know some people from companies, how I will do it? So I decided that I'm going to write some articles uh, about companies' approach to people during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. so I wrote uh, three three articles and interviewed I don't know about 10 companies so I got some new mm-hmm. connections yeah. they say that someone is interested about their approach to mental health yeah. so yeah I think
1: I think this kind of way works absolutely absolutely that that sounds brilliant mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and um... I guess final question um, what what are you as a non-native speaker somebody learning English uh, for business specifically like what are your most useful tips or experiences that you can uh, share with us
0: speak uh, like if there is any possibility to speak in English uh, just do it and read a lot and listen to podcasts, uh, I don't know what what you like a lot, like do it every day to get used to it. I have to remind myself every day it takes time because at the beginning I thought that in one year I'm going to have business in every big city in the Czech Republic. I'm still in Prague I probably had a lady in in Brno, one lady. Yeah. So, yeah, it it is growing slowly.
1: Yeah. What are your future hopes and plans? You know, you talked uh, you talked okay. about like you you imagined that you would be all over the Czech Republic within a year. That hasn't happened. Have you reevaluated?
0: Yeah. So actually, I would like to be in every uh, bigger city in the in the Czech Republic. Uh, it means 13 cities according to uh, counties. Cry, cry yes. in Czech. Yes. Like, yes. Yeah.
1: So all, all, all the county capitals. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Mm. Exactly. So this is uh, the first goal. The second goal is to have uh, actually my own resort because i want to have like tiny houses in uh, krishnahori because i'm from khotok yeah. so i want to have these wood cabins yeah. yeah and there will be you can you can stay there alone or with your family you can work there mm-hmm. you can have journeys with a therapist yoga meditation and so on yeah. so this is this is my this is my
1: main goal yeah that sounds right. sounds lovely idyllic if people want to uh, to check out your therapy in the forest, uh, how can they do that?
0: Yeah. there is there is a website
1: uh,
0: www.therapieblesse.cz or there is Facebook Therapie Vlase and LinkedIn Therapie Vlase and, and Instagram
1: Therapie Vlase as well. Fantastic. <laughs> so covering plenty of bases. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll put some links to the show notes uh, in the show notes as well. So if anybody wants to come, they can come mm-hmm. and check it out. Thank you very much, Marketa. It's been amazing. And um, I'd like, Thank hopefully, you. if we could do this again in the future um, and you'll have some yeah. new, new stories to tell. Thank you very much. Thank- it was amazing thank you so thanks again to marqueta for that fantastic chat what's the main lesson to be learned from marqueta well i'd say it's to push yourself to speak to try and communicate in english with anyone you can in any situation be brave enough to put your pride on the line be open enough to make mistakes but be understood if you'd like more advice on speaking and uh, uh, overcoming a fear of speaking, if, if that's one of your issues, uh, you can go to my website. Uh, there'll be links in the show notes. Um, I've written several times on on uh, overcoming fear of speaking. Uh, and just a f- final thought: while you're focusing on the positives, um, I should also point out a couple of things to remember. Mariketa said she didn't mind if I do this. Um, in fact, she wanted me to do this. Um, just a couple of things um when she used the verb um interested i think she got the preposition wrong i can't remember which one it was but uh, what you should say is to be interested in something to be interested in business to be interested in marketing to be interested in podcasting and um, the other one is that the the verb that um we use um with the word mistakes if we're talking about mistakes um, most of the time I hear people say they do mistakes you will make communication people will understand but as a native speaker we all say make mistakes so that's a little one to remember there maybe you can hear my dogs barking at me in the background that means it's time for their walk and thus time for me to leave you after this first episode I hope you've enjoyed it um, I'd love you to leave me a little review and um, leave me any comments uh, you'd like to there, and uh, of course, you can visit my website richardhill.cz. Get in touch with me there. I'm on Facebook, LinkedIn, the usual places. Um, next week, uh, I will be back with uh, an interview with a really interesting guy, uh, Peter Fodor, who is from a company called App Agent, and they help. Uh, companies who are developing applications for mobile phones, he, uh, his company helps them to market those applications. Uh, that's a really interesting chat, and I uh, hope you can join me. All right, take care for now. Bye bye. Rich English.